0: welcome to nausea reviews this is brian your host before we get into the review to whomever like a week or two ago hit play and fell asleep with autoplay on thank you thank you for doing that i can definitely use the views if you want to rate and subscribe or anybody else want to just hit play i'd appreciate it too but thanks to that person it was really nice to see that bump the other day now on to this review i saw cube a long, long time ago, and I only remembered one thing that I can't tell you until the spoiler section other than the basic idea of the movie. And... This movie is, I can, I just, I can understand why I didn't remember much of the movie. Because basically, this movie is one big elaborate escape room type movie. You know, before Escape Room 1 and 2 came out. The biggest problem with this movie is the acting is horrific on the quote unquote main character. He is just so over the top for no reason. His delivery is, is so bad. There's some terrible CGI in this one but they don't go overboard. This is an hour and a half movie with two or three montages in it of people just sitting with creepy weird music playing. In other words, they didn't have much to work with. It's another movie that would have been better as a short or a more talented writer taking over for a little bit. The only reason to watch this movie is to see the practical effects and some of the gore. And if you're like a mathematician you can probably point out whatever they say in this movie is wrong because there's, like, a shitload of math in this movie that I can't comprehend. Never been good with prime numbers. And then it gets to, like, another level at some point. So instead of watching this movie, you might just want to skip to the kills. It'll save you an hour and a half. And they did a pretty good job on the practicals and all that stuff. I just wouldn't... Unless you like old shitty movies, this one's not going to be your cup of tea. With that being said, let's kick off this spoiler review thing. Since there's not much more to say on the top because it's such a terrible movie. Did I have fun watching it? Yes, I did. It was way more fun than Children of the Corn. But that's because Children of the Corn didn't have like some guy's face getting melted off. Or some guy getting cleaved into cubes. Things like that. And this one does. So let's get into the spoilers. We open up on someone's eyeball. And then it pans out. And this guy is in this room. He's in like a a jumpsuit type thing with his name on it but you can't really see his name and we see he's in a cube room that has a hatch in the middle of all of the walls and he starts opening hatches and he's terrified looking by the way he starts opening hatches going through different hatches and finally he gets to one and then all of a sudden you hear a, you hear a thunk and then he starts to fall apart in cubes and then you see a wire trap come down, and then fold back up with awesome crappy CGI. Then we get the title card, where Cube is spelled out slow like Alien, even though this movie couldn't even possibly hold a candle. But if there was a xenomorph in the cube, that would be neat. So we have a guy passed out on the floor, and a bloody hand comes up, and the bloody guy's name is Quentin. He's a cop. The passed out guy, his name is Worth. And he's, he's got a knock on the head, and he's not very forthcoming with information. But I'm going to tell you right now, he's a designer. Hatch starts to open. Quentin pulls the lady out, and the lady's a, a free clinic doctor who's also into crystals and conspiracy theories. Her name's Holloway. They hear a girl screaming for help. Her name's Levin. She's probably in college. Makes more sense with the rest of the movie. But she acts like she's a child. She doesn't act like a child. She just views herself as one if that makes any sense. And then Ren comes in, who's this old guy, and he's not paying attention to anybody else. He starts testing these rooms because he's an escape artist and he throws a boot in and it gets burned so that's how he's checking for traps but now everyone else other than Ren because he knows what he's doing is freaking out trying to make a plan of what they need to do next and we see that there's numbers on the hatches and it's not just motion sensors that set off the traps there's some high tech sensors that you have to like smell for I guess so the boot doesn't always work but Ren doesn't notice a trap and one of the of the rooms he jumps in and gets sprayed in the face with acid and when they pull him back into the safe room uh it's pretty fun watching his face melt off but after that they sit for a while and quentin's trying to find connections because he's a cop wren was escape artist holloway's a doctor trying to figure out what levin is and what worth is and they're trying to find their motivations like Quinton's is his kid and nobody else has one at the moment other than Holloway who's just pissed and doesn't want to die in this box. Well, die in these box-shaped rooms. But then Quinton realizes that Levin has reading glasses, but all of the rest of everybody else's position- possessions were taken away. So why the hell does she need the glasses? It's to read the numbers Because she's a mathematical... We're going to go with genius. But they use genius later. But it's going to make sense, I promise. But she's real smart when it comes to numbers. And she learns that the rooms that are prime numbers are trapped. But the first room they test us on, Levin jumps in through first. And it's like, why would you have your most important team member jump through on a theory? Doesn't make any sense. Then we get a montage... Of numbers and rooms for ten hours and Quentin and Levin are flirting and it's kind of gross because she seems really young and he seems like an asshole then all of a sudden somebody falls from the ceiling and almost squishes Levin and his name's Kazan and he is supposed to be on the spectrum and if you don't like seeing people on the spectrum being mistreated by everybody except two people in a movie, you're probably not going to like this one. Some of the characters come around, but Holloway's the only one that's nice to him right away, because at this point, Worth is worthless and it's just another person they talk about how they have three days to get through this because they'll die of uh dehydration which is true then there's more speculating from the doctor she's a conspiracy theorist thinks it's a big government and all this shit she gets cocky in this argument and jumps through the door and uh, she starts choking on a button because they're all sucking on their buttons to keep their saliva flowing so they don't feel like they're dehydrating as fast as they are and i will say they do a good job of making everybody look like they're dehydrated throughout the movie props where props are due but then they get to a room that's not prime but is still trapped and it's like these quentin jumps in because you know they're taking turns and they think it's safe and a bunch of wires have him like ensnared but not touching him yet and then it twists to rip him in a bunch of pieces but he jumps out and gets his leg cut and then they start fighting because he almost died quentin's pushing worth telling him why don't you go kill yourself if you're such a man if you're a man which i hate that mentality it's like oh go die to prove you're a man well then what's the point of proving you're a man if you're dead it's useless and i know that he was just doing it to push worth which he finally does and worth breaks and explains to them that he designed the outer shell but he only knows about the outer shell at this point everybody's at a breaking point and pissed off at worth but they realize there's one door but the math genius also realizes that there's 17,576 rooms and the numbers are coordinates telling you where you are in the queue there's seven rooms from the edge the other thing that i forgot to mention earlier is ren when he came in was talking about how there's regular intervals of shaking and movement and there are, in the movie, every once in a while, the whole entire screen shakes. But when she's doing her math with the coordinates, the room that they're in is outside the shell or outside the cube. It doesn't make sense yet. They get to this one hatch, and it's a voice-activated trap, and like the whole room fills with needles, and then the needles retract so they decide to cross it and it's kind of tense once kazan gets there because he hasn't been quiet this entire movie and he's the one that set off the trap in the first place by having an outburst as you do so when it's kazan's time to go through the quiet room because they're just gonna like go through it because they know what the trap is like good call in my opinion in this situation anyway but holloway comes in right before he screams after he gets stuck on one of the hatch uh handles quiets him down gets him over there and then quentin gets to the the hatch to get out but he doesn't go in and then kazan has an outburst which almost gets him stabbed but it doesn't so calm down quentin's about to Physically abuse this mentally handicapped person and Holloway just Straight cuts him down for being a piece of shit and he probably beats his kids And it's like cathartic because the worst acted person in the movie gets his shit pushed in by a crazy crystal doctor Which doesn't happen too often, but through all this they find that they're at the edge and they open the hatch and they see nothing they just see a wall in darkness. So then they want to tie their clothes together and to get a better view to swing out. So Holloway volunteers. She doesn't see anything. And then the whole place shakes and they let go and she almost, they, they all almost drop her to her death. But Quentin catches it right before it goes down and Holloway is climbing back up. And then Quentin's like, you knew everything about me because I'm so easily read piece of shit. I'm going to drop you. Boop. She's dead, and that's the only part of the movie I remembered other than it's a moving cube. Because we know that it's moving because we're smart. The characters don't realize that it's moving. So Quentin's full psychopath now, like, not gonna listen to anybody. I'm just gonna do what I need to do to live. So he's pushing Levin to do math, and it's like, your brain only works so much before it needs a CP time. So. There's a sleeping montage and Quentin abducts Levin into a new room and he's getting a little rapey and it's, he doesn't get very far, which is good because Worth like busts in and tackles, but Worth gets his ass beat with a boot and then thrown down a hatch. But they figured out that they're back in the box with, with Worth, not Worth, Ren. Sorry, it's French. It's in the movie. (laughs) And it's like, how could you not figured out that everything is moving? You were outside the cube earlier. You hear shakes. Why couldn't it just move? At least as an audience member. So Quinton gets upset with Worth for giving him shit. And he throws the boot out. The hatch out of the whole entire thing. And it's like, what good were the boots were? What good were the boots anyway? But Levin figures it all out after doing some math. The room that's out of the cube is actually a bridge. And it hooks up with the door. And this is after a bunch of math happens. And then we learn that Kazan, being on the spectrum, has a superpower. Because that's how movies work. But they don't do it really annoyingly like they do in the Predator piece of shit. Newest Predator movie where they're hunting autism and the kid's like super geniusy. This plays it more correct. He acts like he's on the spectrum the entire movie. Literally the only thing he's good for is this calculation in the movie. Kind of like, it seems more realistic because when you hear about people on the spectrum... And he's like low functioning or something because... He's got the the hand movement tick thing, and he's always making some kind of sound, and he can hardly talk, but he can move around and do things. I just like that they used it in a way to make him a supercomputer for the calculations to get out, but he can't do anything else. He's a liability other than those factors that he can do in his head, because Levin can't, because she has a normal genius brain, not one that specked in math and used cheat codes from a movie autism perspective. So they're moving through these buildings because they found a new way to find the trap free doors with Kazan and worth traps Quentin with the hatch. Like Quentin's coming through and he pushes it up on his neck and he should have kept it there until the guy died, but he doesn't. And then he closes the hatch, but the three move on, but Quentin's hot on their tail and he, he finds Kazan and Levin and he's like, where's worth? And then worth opens up the hatch from the bottom and drops him on his ass into another room and they move on. They're almost to the bridge. Unfortunately, Kazan was a bit slower cuz he's scared. He doesn't like red rooms. He likes the blue rooms. So he was a lot slower to get in, and they were too excited to find the end to look after him properly. I guess is a way to say that. But Worth goes back and finds him and and brings him back and they find the bridge and they're stalling with emotions and how Worth doesn't want to go through cuz he helped build the place and Levin's like, "Dude, It's not your fault. You didn't know what it was. You didn't even know people were going to be put into whatever you helped until like two months before you got abducted. Because every one of these people were abducted, like in their house, doing whatever they were doing. But then, you know, we hear a, a hatch move, and Levin gets stabbed in the back with a hatch door handle, which is sad at this point in the movie. But Worth also gets stabbed. But with Worth's last strength, he tells Kazan, to get out. Kazan gets out, and then Quinn is trying to go after him, but Worth grabs his leg and then the the cube starts to move and it just scrapes him in half and he gets cut in half. It's like a CGI bloodstain effect thing, but at least Quentin died, because he was a psycho from the start, it felt like. And then it just goes to a white light and the movie is over. The movie's not short, but the content that I can talk about is because It's a lot of interactions that I'm not going to replay for you guys because I don't want to write down entire math and conspiracy dialogue. But I will give you another gripe of the movie now that I went through it and I remembered what was annoying. So let's talk about the characters and what happens. So you have Quentin... Who's terribly acted and way over the top. And he seems like a pragmatic guy that can help out. But then he turns out to just be an abusive psychopath. I'm okay with that. Worth, I'm good with. Because he knows what this is. And he knows it's kind of pointless to help. But then he eventually comes around. Kind of around the time that Kazan is introduced. I mean, it takes some prodding for him to get there. But he does get there. Because the two people that take care of Kazan the best are Holloway until she gets killed. And worth pretty much until he dies, but they get Kazan out so at least somebody made it out. We don't know what happens. Holloway, another good one where she's this conspiracy theorist, but by the by the time she dies, she's already been convinced that it's not as big a conspiracy as everybody makes out conspiracies to be and it kind of shatters her her whole world, but then that gives her new motivation to continue. But then Quentin just kills her because he's a piece of shit. It's really Levin that annoys me. Ren wasn't there long enough to have an opinion. He's like, I know what I'm doing, and then dies, just like in every movie. It's like Samuel L. Jackson and the damn sharks. The thing about Levin is, at first, she's this quiet, scared, meek girl. But then, a few scenes later, she's this cocky bitch. And then, a few scenes later, she's an absolute asshole to Kazan, like, until the end of the movie. And then at the end of the movie, she has a change of heart, and she becomes a good guy, basically, and gets stabbed. I can understand everybody else's motivation, but I, like, before this happened, throughout the movie, you, you can understand Worth's worth, basically, when he talks. He's a sad, lonely dude that watches a lot of porn. So you, like, get everything, but Levin's like, I just go to school and have a brain, and then I'm a bitch, and then I'm an even worse bitch, Because I'm bitching at somebody that is mentally incapable of doing the things that I want him to do. You have a giant fucking cube room and you have to think because you got to lean against the wall. There's like four other walls you could lean against. You don't have to move Kazan just so you can sit there and talk. I don't like it. Did she do an okay job in this movie she for this movie's acting talent she was just fine i think worth was my favorite character in the whole movie because his arc seemed more natural he was like a useless waste of space and then he became an important member he also got his ass kicked about 700 times and still kept moving and wasn't afraid of quentin's alpha piece of shit mentality but that's about all i have to say about this movie next week we're gonna look at cube 2 hypercube and i also only remember one scene from this movie but once again i can't really spoil it but i'll just let you know that the cube gets an upgrade and then the movie after this we're going to cube zero which is the third movie which i've never seen and that's kind of the reason we're watching cube and cube two because i know that i'm going to enjoy cube two it's going to be real stupid just like this one but i'm going to enjoy it for the the ridiculousness of it the the second one's more ridiculous. So it's a little bit more entertaining if I'm remembering it properly. Other than that, I hope you all have a great week and I will talk to you next time.